the image of what engagement was going to look like is actually still in my brain. It's always autumn. We're in Europe. I'm 27 and gorgeous. My makeup is always done. My style is perfectly figured out and curated. And I have a career that I love. My fiance is the hottest of them all, desired by many, loved by one. And we traipse around the globe, being badasses in our careers and fully connected at all times. This is what engagement looks like. I want to live there for two years. And like that image, that story was what engagement meant to me. So we are live and we are breaking from the mold of the nap time sessions mm-hmm. vibe today just because this is not currently during nap time because Mr. Judah Benny was extra efficient in his napping today and finished an hour and a half nap in 40 minutes. That's right. And we were inefficient in our getting started here, so we did not even get started. So now we're navigating blueberry muffins on a beige couch. You know it. And um, chatting about things. And we're going to see if we can pull this off. If we can't, then um, this will end awkwardly and you may never see hear any of this. <laughs> but we're going to hop back on the train of uh, kind of the story of us type situation. Chronologically, we've kind of gotten where we met. We've gotten pre-dating and we've moved into dating. And uh, it seems like the most reasonable thing to talk about today is a little bit more of the engagement and maybe the process of moving toward marriage, etc. Yeah, and then we get some sound from Judah Ben. It's so cute when you talk into the mic. I can actively hear the blueberries. <laughs> I can't believe he actually knows what to do with the microphone. Right, like he's not actually like talking to the room and we're holding the mic up to him. He's just like sitting there quietly looking at the mic and you hold the, the mic up to his mouth and he just like actively talks. Distracting but adorable. Would you be willing to talk a little bit about some of the shifts that you felt um, maybe getting closer to a, uh, getting closer to engagement and then yeah. even um, the process of, like the space between engagement and marriage? Yeah. Well, I think last time we talked about this, we were talking through there is a strong sense for both of us that like we can't guarantee tomorrow. And so we're going to be in this relationship day by day and not not like count on a future and not operate in relationship as though there's a different future coming. One thing that had shifted right before we got engaged is that I hadn't really answered the question like, are we going to get married? Do I want to marry this person? I just wasn't sure. It wasn't sure. It wasn't sure. And there just was a shift where I was like, I'm ready to get married. Why haven't you proposed yet? Immediately. You know, where last week I wasn't ready to get married. And if you proposed to me, I probably would have said no. Um, suddenly I'm ready. And this is good coffee, by the oh. way. I just have to say this coffee and muffin combination right now is killing. Mm-hmm. Sorry to interrupt. I made blueberry muffins and I had raspberry compote left over from Judah's birthday party cake. And I added the raspberry compote. I swirled it into the blueberry muffins and they are moist and tart and sweet and yummy. Kind of like Judah. He's kind of moist, say, tart, sweet and yummy. Just like you. So we were we were dating and I had the realization that I was ready to get married to this person and then I was in a rush to to get engaged and kind of every time we were in like a cozy environment I was like hey why aren't we married yet and um, started looking at rings you know I started kind of just like planning for that and can I pop in 
Yes, please do. And this was in contrast to a more gradual process for me where months before you were ready, right. I had I was confident, but it'd come on kind of gradually. Right. And so there was like a, a stretch of time where I was ready to get engaged. I knew I was ready to be married. I knew where I wanted this to go and now I was ready, but I knew you weren't ready. Right. Well, and you'd even, you were already in process of a ring by the time I was ready to get engaged. And I was like, Man, this guy's taking so long. I've been ready for three days now. What is he doing? Yeah. What do you feel like the hard process underneath that was? I feel like I can be a very tentative person. And uh, something like marriage is a really big deal to me. And so I felt like I needed to be 100% certain before I made any moves or before I was willing to say, yes, I'm going to get married. Which seems reasonable. Yeah, yeah, but it takes me a long time to get to that place. You know, even with with something like, hey, I make art and I want to sell my art. I don't jump on the train of actually starting to sell my art until I'm 100% sure. And that that's just a long time. It's it takes a long time. Yeah, so I felt like there was a part a part of my heart and like talking with the Lord where the question of is this the right person was answered. And I think once I once I felt confident that I was with the right person and it, and it was like, this is a marriage relationship, it was really hard to take it a day at a time at that point because then I felt like I was in like an interim to the next thing where I think we were really protected. I was really protected from being in a relationship operating for a future thing as we were dating. And then by the time I realized I was ready to get married, I had a really hard time separating where we're going from where we are and just being present in that. I'm not sure all where my heart was. It felt very focused on the next thing and much less focused on just being. I had engagement really built up in my mind as kind of a state of being, and I was really looking forward to being in that state. Our whole period of like being ready to get married, getting engaged, and then getting to to marriage I feel like I was coasting in a lot of ways, but kind of operating out of what I expected it to be like rather than f- being fully present. I was so ready to get engaged, kind of expecting a huge emotional shift, like expecting a huge like relational dynamic to change. And I wasn't looking to engagement to change us, but I was expecting a difference to happen, like a, a very strong relational difference. Are you able to put your finger on what you expected, what that change you expected was? It was pretty unintentional of me, honestly, but it, I think it was just an expectation that our life was going to look like movies. We were going to change from like intimate, serious conversationalists and walks around the block to giddy with excitement, laughing all the time, like highlight reels from from movie montages, but throughout every moment of our relationship. Like we're going to be just overflowing with anticipation of what our marriage will be. And it felt like that was just like a a switch that would flip. Yeah, it did. It felt like there was like a, I expected something that isn't real. And I started operating out of how I thought I would get to that. I felt like I was supposed to be and feel and act different when I was engaged. And so then I started just trying to create that rather than being present in the moment. I think I also, I thought every bit of like doubt or uncertainty would vanish. Like I thought I was going to 
put a ring on and feel like a different person and that our relationship was going to feel like we had nothing to work on, which in retrospect is really silly because even married, we have stuff to work on. But I think I had just absorbed the mindset of Hollywood about you get engaged, you're super happy, your relationship has no tension, you're so excited, you get married, and then the tension comes six months into marriage. But like you're in this high for a period of time. And I don't think that you had any of that baggage. And so I was kind of surprised when you didn't join me in my forced euphoria. And then I started realizing it was a forced attitude I was taking on. And I I was really struggling with what does honesty look like here? I had agreed with a lie in, in one particular area of like, my life will be better when. Like, you know how some people do that where it's like, I'll be happy when I'm married. I'll be happy when I have four kids. I'll be happy when my 401k has this much in it. And I had avoided that for the most part in my life. And But engagement was one of those things where I was like, when I'm engaged, I am going to be the most confident, impressive, content, self-confident person ever. And my fiance and I are going to look like this, do this, act like this, behave this way. I just had all these like things in it where I'd put my hope in what engagement was going to look like. When the ring went on and I didn't magically transform into that thing, I was dealing with a lot of disappointment around that false, I want to call it a mirage, you know? Before we got engaged, I had thought I wanted like a two-year engagement or three-year engagement. I thought that for years. And then we got engaged and it was probably a little before we got engaged, but I started realizing like, this is actually just a step along the journey. This isn't that pinnacle. And I say that now, I'm like, well, obviously it's not that, but it was a sneaky one that had kind of gotten wedged in my heart of like a place to put my hope. Would you share just a little bit more about why you wanted a two year engagement? The image of what engagement was going to look like is actually still in my brain. It's always autumn. We're in Europe. I'm 27 and gorgeous. My makeup is always done. My style is perfectly figured out and curated. And I have a career that I love. My fiance is the hottest of them all. Desired by many, loved by one. And we traipse around the globe being badasses in our careers and fully connected at all times. This is what engagement looks like. I want to live there for two years. And like that image, that story was what engagement meant to me. So obviously I got engaged and I was like, well, why aren't we in Europe? Why am I not 27? Why don't I have a career that I, you know, it's such a false, you know, it was, there was no part of it that was engagement that I was disappointed in, but what I had pretended engagement was or imagined engagement was. And I think our world is so full of those things where like we're sold a lot of ideas about what a word means or what a season means that are just really untrue. And I I knew that about a couple of them, like marriage and having babies, and I addressed it with a couple of them, but that was one I didn't even think about. I'd say looking at your life as a whole, I haven't known known your life as a whole, but like even just the intentionality that you and or we were walking in up till then, that much of a false or a flawed expectation or construct around engagement is kind of an outlier. Um, Do you have any sense or insight into why that was the case? I think like first, I think it was just something that wasn't looked at. Well, I knew I'd watched people cling to to different things 
like like I'd watch people cling to marriage as like their savior, watch people cling to children as their savior or like career as their savior. And I was tracking those things and tracking I didn't want to to have any of those be my like saving grace. Engagement, I I just didn't look at it because I'd not seen it like where people were engaged and they were behaving how I expected and not showing the challenges or like the honest conversations. And I I wasn't aware of how that wasn't a whole picture. It's like that's one aspect. I think it was it was just an oversight. But there was also part of it that felt tied to like my identity and kind of this idea of like being a grown up before I got married. I knew I didn't want to get married before I knew what I was about or before I knew what my life was about. And I think it in some ways like that that healthy choice got skewed into by the time I'm engaged, I will know what my life is about because I knew I wasn't going to get married before I had a sense of myself. And so I think part of it was like an unhealthy absorption of media. Another part of it was just not realizing that it was not balanced, but seeing where I wanted to be and who I wanted to be and seeing that I wanted that before marriage and then realizing, well, by the time I'm engaged, I'll probably be in that space. I really didn't want to get married and lose myself to marriage. And I really didn't want to get married for the sake of having children. And I think there was a part of me that felt like like my ideal was to be a strong, independent woman with a partner. And so I imagine what that would look like. Really what was like our second year of dating and our engagement and the first several years of our marriage is what I was imagining but I'd put all these extra labels on it, just like glorified it with sparkly filters. I knew the things I didn't want to be, and I knew the things that I wanted to be. And I think I saw the place where what I wanted was going to come to like a central point, like to be in partnership, to not be little housewife with bare feet and pregnancies, to be pursuing myself in a career the place I saw all of that converging was engagement. And so I put engagement on a pedestal and then let what, you know, rom-coms and magazines tell you about engagement kind of influence that much more than was like helpful or necessary to the point where it was like an unquestioned overvaluing of what I imagined engagement to be. I had no idea that that's what was going, you know, I think I'm just processing that out right now even. So I was disappointed by the reality of getting engaged, but not because getting engaged was disappointing, but because everything I had kind of hoped and dreamed for in my life was was all kind of wrapped up there. And I, I wasn't where I expected to be, but I also didn't know that was the process going on under the surface. So I thought it was engagement I was disappointed in. What did it look like to move then into intentionality or move back into balance? Because for both of us, the first several weeks, I'd say the first few months of engagement were difficult, uniquely difficult. I mean, unique. For, it was unique from the rest of our dating experience and even marriage because of the difficulty of trying to find balance amidst misaligned expectation that wasn't actually well identified. And like for me, I didn't carry a lot of those same expectations 
but also hadn't seen you in a context where you were operating from a misaligned expectation. And so even just you operating from a misaligned expectation was really new and strange to me. Yeah, kind of shocking. Yeah. I think I love the way that the world is set up. I think that there's a really beautiful, I'm going to say this, it's going to sound pretty secular, but like slap from the universe when you put your expectations in something that is false because it won't last. It's not real. And life's going to be a bitch to your heart if you put your hope in something that's not valid. I started operating out of this ideal for a minute and then Holy Spirit or universe or whatever, bitch slapped me like, excuse me, that's not going to work. Like our relationship got weird and tense and confusing. Like, oh, am I where I'm supposed to be? Yes. Is this the person I'm supposed to be with? Yes. If it doesn't look like I imagined, what is it supposed to look like? What am I supposed to be choosing? And again, it's surrender of the dream, surrender of the imagined way it would look. And that was a process, you know, one summit at a time, releasing the pieces that were fake and embracing what the reality truly was. It didn't look as glamorous as my imagination, but it was so much better. Practically too, I think the the realities of having like starting to plan the wedding itself was really grounding for me. Like one, because I love that sort of thing. I love planning. I love parties. I love organizing details and multifaceted events. We had to become teammates towards a common goal and learn a whole bunch of new skills about like how much money are you contributing and how much money am I contributing and what is our budget and what do we want this to look like, feel like, what are the values that we're stepping into as we host this event? How do we want to host this event? What do we expect it to look like? Who should be there? You know, it it was a grounding force for all of my imagination to start working towards something big I'd never done before with you as my partner. So I think the reality check and then the thing to invest in were two keys that helped unlock that false expectation in my heart. And what did it look like to move toward intentionality there? Do you have an answer to that question? I don't know. I think it's actually difficult. I I have a tough time knowing how to answer that because I felt like I, for me, much of that was waiting because I didn't feel like I necessarily departed from intentionality, although like my intentionality is not anywhere near flawless, but there wasn't a paradigm shift for me when we entered engagement. I think there was a, a fairly strong paradigm shift for you and then again, kind of return to, to balance or something like that. And maybe mm-hmm. that's not a, a fair No, I think that's right. But, I think that's how it went. Um, for me, a lot of it was feeling the boat rock and not jumping out. For, for me, it wasn't necessarily an active path to, back toward intentionality. Yeah, I As, think there was a lot of asking the questions just in my own heart. And I remember talking with different people that I knew who'd been married and engaged and just asking questions about what it was like for them. Because I, you know, at the time I, d- I wasn't tracking what all was going on. There was just like a general, like, like unmet expectation. Does that make sense? And I think that I was just asking the questions of why that existed. Like, what is it that's creating that in me? And it was, it was through the process of like struggling through asking the questions that, that brought me back to center. Like what was it that you learned that brought you back to center? Well, I wish I could say that I, I learned that what I was imagining was this 
ideal of myself, but I didn't. It was just that I know this is where I'm supposed to be and I know this is who I'm supposed to be with. So what is it supposed to look like? Where do you think that confidence came from? It was a question that I asked regularly up through like our wedding day. Is this the person I'm supposed to be with? Not because like my my spirit had any questions, but because my mind was so confused about where I had expected it to go or what I expected it to look like. There was a conversation I had with my mom. We got like Asian food and I was just on errands with her and we sat down by like a lake and I was talking with her and asking like, how do you know that you're with the person you're supposed to be with? How do you know you're supposed to get married? And I was very discomforted by the answers I got. And she was super honest with me. And it was like, it was encouraging at the time because she was like, you know, honestly, like up till the day we got married, you have the option to say no. Like you're, you're actually not locked in. And some people are extremely sure and some people are not. And there was just like a heart knowing that this is who I want and this is where I want to be. And then so much noise. It was, a, it was really hard because, you know, we talk about like your spirit is like the core of you. And then your soul is your mind and your will and your emotions. And I feel like my spirit knew I was where I was meant to be. And my soul was just at war. And an element I hadn't thought about until just this moment, but I knew at the time was that there was so much warfare set against us getting married. Like that felt really obvious that this is a marriage for the kingdom and the enemy does not want it to happen. And so I think I was also tracking that like my disruptions emotionally, I was being assaulted by the enemy. And oh man, this is fun to talk about too, because knowing now that spiritually you connect with God from like a sense of like being a knower, like knowing realities. And I connect mostly from being a feeler. Like it makes a lot of sense that you would have been the steady force in that situation. And I would have been like blown and tossed and like feeling every wave of, you know, I just wasn't matured up at the time, but like feeling every wave of doubt and every wave of insecurity and feeling like I'm supposed to question all of it because if it feels wrong, it it might be that I'm doing the wrong thing. I mean, there was a lot coming against my heart in that season. And I think that's like part of why, why engagement itself, you know, I had all these hopes that were imbalanced and then the reality was different. And then on top of that, being, being assaulted on a regular basis to try and get me to stop being in relationship, seeing it now and understanding how darkness works and how light, how the Lord works it was a battle because you and I were designed to take ground for the kingdom and to lead people into freedom. I mean, I think about how much ground we've taken in the last four years of being married and like, no, we've, we've been partnered for a purpose and I was just heavily assaulted leading up to our marriage in all the places where my heart was really good. Like just wanting to be where I was supposed to be. And knowing that like, if this was the wrong partnership, you were going to be damaged as much as I was. You know, it wasn't just about, am I being obedient? But like, if Will and I are not supposed to be together, we will destroy each other. Yeah, it felt, it, seeing it now, it feels really clear why it was so challenging. And at the time, it was just confusing and hard. Was there a dramatic shift? Like you say, you say you had questions up until the day you got married. Do those questions immediately go away and you get married or you're just locked in and at that point you can't get out or you just don't talk about it after that? 
Real talk. It was a gradual process of becoming more and more sure on a spirit level and less and less swayed on a soul level. More and more sure at the core of who I was and less and less impacted by the waves of distraction that came at me from like an emotional, mental place. And so I I don't think it was a black and white thing. I think it was a gradual process. I feel like there were like multiple tracks playing for me. From the time we got engaged, there was expectation. And then there was the track of reality. And I was like struggling, struggling, struggling with how these were not lined up. And as I came more and more center, my expectation shifted to what was real and what was more healthy and the reality started meeting it. And then I would get hit with these waves of distraction where they would separate again. And so I felt like throughout our engagement for those six months, my my two tracks were coming closer together and then separating and coming closer together and separating as I was being hit with different layers of warfare. And it would be like longer and longer periods of comfort and confidence. But I also feel like the waves of distraction got stronger and more intense as we got to like leading up to the wedding where it was like a labor in many ways as we got closer and closer to the the wedding day and, and like the yeah the wedding the waves of assault were fewer and farther between but they would come on heavier like a final onslaught like a final attempt at like taking the castle like the enemy didn't have that much ammo but he was gonna throw everything he had all at one time Leading up to the wedding day, I was super confident that like this was where it was supposed to be. But then I was like doing my makeup and being like, oh man, like what if I didn't? What if we didn't get married today? What would my life look like? Should I postpone this? And and seeing it now, I can see that it was an assault that I could have just disregarded. And at the time, I felt like it was a wave of my own questioning that I needed to like answer. With all that in hindsight, several years worth of hindsight, and space to process it out and kind of see what was expectation, what was reality, where did they meet, all those things. Is there anything that you would want to say if you could go back to either yourself somehow magically with reverse time travel or to a hypothetical parallel clone to you? A hundred percent. I don't know how to phrase this exactly. I would tell myself that because I am such a sensitive person, I'm going to be likely more susceptible to like warfare assaulting how I feel about something like to to um not believe every feeling that comes but to test them that's scriptural that's fun I think like a key for me personally in like getting through that disruption would have been understanding that like I am very susceptible to warfare that that relates to how I feel about a situation And I don't think I had context for that at the time or really an understanding of how how emotionally aware I actually am, where a lot of what I struggled with could have been resolved if I just recognized that I was I was being tempted to that feeling. It wasn't it wasn't coming from my own heart. I think I would tell myself to like talk with you about it and ask you to like like pray with me about it, like pray for God's perspective on what I'm feeling And I think the last thing, it's really funny to say because like we don't really have counselors now, 
but I, I would tell myself to find trusted counselors, like safe places to talk through all of what I'm experiencing, where I trust their perspective and I trust their walk with the Lord to help guide me through what's me and what's not, what's mine to carry and what's not, what's a valid question and what's a temptation. Like I think what I, what I lacked at the time was like counsel that I trusted and like places to process without holding anything back, you know, without feeling like if I tell someone else about this doubt, will they question my relationship? Like I knew the relationship didn't need to be doubted, but I felt like I needed to answer the questions. And at the time I didn't have places to do that without withholding some of my fear or withholding some of my insecurity or or uncertainty. So I think what I would, what I would tell myself now is even if you have to pay somebody, like find someone that you can share the whole truth with, who you trust to walk through with you. Are you just really good at mimicking what mom and dad do? <laughs>